Let's go. Man, last week I asked a bunch of questions. You gave a bunch of answers. If you don't know what I'm talking about, follow me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp. Every week I post a bunch of questions. People respond. They vote on the the different questions that I that I post. And then on the Saturday episode episode episode. I take all of your comments, I put them together into a show, and that's what I'm recording right now. So again, that's at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. If there's something that I didn't think of that you think should be included in the discussion, or if you have a question or a comment, and it's not necessarily related to one of the uh, polls or questions that I put out there, you can use the hashtag to get my attention, AskRJS, that's A-S-K-R-J-S, and in addition to that, you can join us on Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. There is a channel in there called AskRJS where you can leave questions that I can bring on to Saturday's show. There's over 1,200 people in that Discord. You should absolutely join. And speaking of the Discord, there's one more thing that I want to mention before we get, get really started on the show is that I get a lot of questions about content creation, about how to make Twitch streams, how to make YouTube videos, how to make podcasts. And if you ever had any questions about that, I just made a new channel in our community Discord called, I think it's called uh, um, Content Creation or something like that. It'll be obvious when you join the the Discord and you'll be able to see it. Uh, so leave, the, leave your questions there and I'll answer. And I'm sure other content creators that are in our our community Discord uh, will answer as well. With all of that being said, before we actually get started on your responses, your replies, your questions, your ideas, uh, I I had an, <clears throat> excuse me, I had an idea, and that idea was to make an Animal Crossing themed shirt. And you can find this shirt over on my merch store. Merch store, I guess that's what you would call it. But uh, go to runjumpstomp.threadless.com. Or you can just follow the link in the show notes. I made an Animal Crossing themed shirt. I call it the flow chart. It involves bells and turnips. And I think that uh, if you're a fan of Animal Crossing, you will probably really, really like that shirt. And it is currently on sale right now for, I think it's like three bucks off or maybe it's a percent. I'm not in charge of the uh, of the uh, sale. That's uh, something that Threadless does. But again, that's runjumpstomp.threadless.com so that you can check that out. All right, one last thing before I get to your ideas, your questions, your all of that, all of that stuff, get to the Twitter stuff. And that is somebody sent me an email. I think it was Jay Ray it sent me an email saying, hey, Bill, have you seen the other side of the Cookstar argument? Um, earlier this week, I talked about Cookstar being not on the eShop and the reason why, and the reason why you can still get a physical version of the game. Turns out those might be unauthorized copies. And if you want to know more about it, follow the link in the show notes. I'm not, I'm not really going to get into it because I'm not, I, I don't know anything about the legal arguments that are being made here. Again, this is episode 510. And you can follow the link in the show notes to find out more about it. The first question that I asked last week was actually an idea from our community Discord. And I said, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy, you get to pick one to be re-released on the Switch. You get to pick one to get a resolution upgrade, and you get one to be completely remade from the ground up, a lot like Resident Evil 2 and 3 or Final Fantasy 7 Remake, where they've completely rebuilt the game. 
and people voted. Let's see what people thought. Uh, 47.2% of people said that Mario 64 remake is the one that they wanted completely remade. Uh, Mario Sunshine got 33% of the vote and Mario Galaxy got 20% of the vote. Matt Squatch replied, they said, while I would rather have Sunshine as a full remake, 64 needs it more. Game controls like crap and has aged poorly in my opinion, so I give resolution upgrade to Sunshine and a release, a re-release to Galaxy. Galaxy already looks good anyway. Tom Ferguson said, I would love to see Mario 64 get another remake, Justice for Waluigi. I think Mario Sunshine would benefit the most from a full remake, fixing some of the unbalanced mission and possibly adding more characters and shines like Mario 64 DS did. And then Alex Gray replied, Honestly, I just voted for Sunshine because I've never played it. I got kind of burnt out on Mario 64 because I played it so much growing up. So those are the results of the poll. And um, I think that, uh, you know, it doesn't really surprise me. I expected the oldest game to get the most votes. But uh, I, I do think that Sunshine probably would benefit the most because it's the one that was kind of left unfinished when it was uh, when it was actually made. Sega. Hot hits today, hot hits on the way. Plug in to today's hottest arcade hit. Speaking of remakes versus emulating an old game, uh, I also asked, do you think older games should be ported to the Switch emulation style rather than remaking them? Or do you think that remakes are the way to go, even if they wouldn't be able to run on the Nintendo Switch, again, like Resident Evil 2 and 3 or Final Fantasy 7 Remake? And I didn't get a lot of replies, but I got a bunch of people voting. Um, 44% said emulate them. 55% said remake them. I was I'm like honestly surprised it was that close. It always surprises me when a poll comes out that close. Um, but I, I completely understand this is one of those things that there really is no right answer because if you just emulate the game, then you're giving people the chance to play this old game that maybe they missed out on the first time around. Whereas if you remake the game from the ground up, you're completely changing things and that can either come out to be really, really awesome or it can be an absolute disaster. Now, I I, I have two awesome examples of when it's turned out really well in um, I'm about 12 hours in on Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I'm having a blast with that game. And that is a completely different game than the original, but it's following that same story. And I had an awesome time playing Resident Evil 2. I never did finish that game. I need to get back and play Resident Evil 2 on my PS4. That is an example of a game that I never played the first time around, and now I'm having a, an awesome time playing it. And then Final Fantasy VII Remake... That's an example of a game that I've bought maybe a billion times and <laughs> and now I'm buying it again. But this is this is the first time that I'm getting a completely different experience than I did the first time around. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A few days ago, I asked an important question. I asked uh, a question about the ESRB. If you didn't know, the ESRB is changing the labels that go on boxes to indicate if a game's um, in-game purchases include randomized loot boxes. And I asked if everybody thought that that was enough of a change. Now, let's take a look at the actual results and what people thought. This is this is closer than I thought. Uh, 55% said it's not enough, and 44% said it is enough. In my opinion, it's not enough. And if you want to know the reason why I don't think it's enough, go back and listen to um, earlier episodes in this week. Uh, but Webhead says just get rid of loot boxes altogether. I have to say that while I don't like loot boxes... Um, it, because it's a form of gambling, I don't mind them if it's if the loot boxes are purchased with in-game currency that you can't buy with real money. I think that that's, that's fine. It, as soon as you introduce real-world money into the equation, that's when it turns into gambling, in my opinion. And so while I don't think that you should get rid of loot boxes altogether, what I do think should happen is that... If they are in a game, then that game should automatically be rated M or at least increased a level uh, so you don't get games that are E for everyone. Like I think it was NBA 2K, whatever. I could be wrong about this. It was definitely a basketball game because I'm not a sports guy, but there was definitely a basketball game that was essentially a casino. It was a casino to try and get the players that you wanted. And that drives me crazy. Angie uh, said, I'm okay with this. In the end, it's up to the person slash adult to understand what they are purchasing for themselves and or their children. And while I agree with you, and I, I do agree with you on that, the thing is, is that there's a lot of games out there that are rated E for everyone, and those games are still able to be purchased by a kid you know, the parent gave the kid an allowance. The kids saved up their allowance. They went and they bought a game. The parent looks at it and they're like, oh, it's a basketball game. There's nothing wrong with people playing basketball. Great. Go ahead, Junior. Play your basketball game. Oh, you didn't realize that there were that there was gambling in that game. And that's why instead of just saying it's up to the parent to be aware of that, because guess what? Parents are not always going to be people who play video games. If you don't play video games, like that's a big ask for people to know all of that stuff. That is why we have the ESRB rating. So by increasing the ESRB rating on something that has gambling in it up to M and then showing this is the reason it's M. You know, the game may not be mature otherwise, but because there's gambling in it, it's rated M. Then the parent is given the information that they need in order to say, ah, okay, this is not okay. Or this is okay because I'm not going to let you spend any money on these little cards that are in the game. And I think that that's an important distinction. Rayner says, just like the rating on the box, this will be enough if you should decide to buy it, then it's up to consumers or parents to actually read and obey the rating slash warning. 
And so they kind of agree with Angie. Uh, Chris says, perhaps this could come along with a default M rating since loot boxes are gambling and gambling is only legal for 18 plus or 21 plus in most cases. And I, I agree with Chris, but that doesn't mean that the other arguments that I've that I've read are wrong. Uh, Richard says, I don't think there's much else the industry can do, to be honest. It's up to consumers to read the boxes properly to see what a game contains. And while I agree, we also have to remember that not every single time does like he, he again, I go back to that basketball game. Maybe you don't go into a store and buy that basketball game. Maybe Johnny is buying that basketball game digitally. And yeah, they're using mom and dad's credit card to do it. So mom and dad come into the room and they're like, hey, can I buy this basketball game? It's a basketball game that is not going to trigger a warning for anybody because it's a game about a sport. Oh, okay. Well, I let them watch basketball on TV. I'm sure that this is fine. What I think should happen when you buy a game digitally is when you go to buy the game digitally, it puts up a big warning that says this game is rated M. It's rated M for whatever kind of game it is. It's rated M in a giant block letter on the left side of the screen, the big old M, the ESRB rated M rating, and then a long explanation on the right-hand side of why it is rated M. Rated M because of gambling. Rated M because of decapitation. Rated M because of swearing. Rated M because of uh, sex in the game. That is the kind of thing when you're buying a game digitally that should happen in order to give parents the information that they want. Because when you buy a game on the PlayStation or on the Nintendo eShop, that little ESRB thing is incredibly small. You might not notice it. It's this very, very tiny... I'm looking I'm looking at the eShop right now. I'm looking at Diablo 3 Eternal Collection, and it is about the same size as the heart button that is on it. Sure, it's on the front page, and that's great, but it's tiny, and you might not notice it. So when I go to buy this game, it should pop up and give me an extra, maybe two steps. Yes, I understand that the game is rated M. Oh, yes, now I also understand why the game is rated M, and then I can go ahead and buy it. And would that be annoying for somebody like me who is buying a game for myself? Yes, that would be annoying. However, I think it would be better to be a little bit annoyed than to have a kid who suddenly is, you know, getting hooked on gambling and blowing through mom and dad's credit card thing because they didn't understand how it worked because they're not gamers. You know, my kids play sports. I don't understand everything about the sports that they play. That's like, because I'm not interested in sports. I go to the thing, but I don't understand everything about it. It, most of it's outside of my purview. I don't I don't understand the rules to uh, this particular game or something like that. And that's because I'm not into it. Other people are, might not be into video games, and they need something to help them make the right decision. So, uh, again, I say it's not enough, but hey, you know what? Disagree with me. That, that makes it more fun. It, how boring of a place would the Internet be if everyone agreed with everyone else? Now I know how you're spending the holidays watching Nintendo. I also asked this week, I said the Nintendo Switch online app is far from perfect. 
I would like to know how you would improve it. Instead of trying to get rid of it, which I know a lot of people would like to do, I want I put you in charge of making it awesome instead. And I said, what features would you add to improve the app? What would you change? What would you keep? Reply for Saturday show. Now, I've already talked about the the things that I would change on the episode that came out on the 13th. Uh, but my question to you is, what would you change? Mark Miller says... I like this a lot. Number one, message any of my friends anytime. Number two, voice chat anytime. Number two again, I guess he meant to say three, but that's okay. Uh, Share and edit screenshots that sync from my Switch in the cloud. That's a really good one. You take a screenshot on your Switch, it is available on your phone. You can then uh, use your phone to type your, your little message on it and then tweet that out or whatever. That would be awesome. And I think more people would send out the screenshots if it were something you could do from your phone. Uh, he also said, see played games slash hours. So like right now, if you want to know how long you've played a particular game, you have to have your switch. You have to get it out. You have to click on the profile thing. You have to navigate to that game to see how long that you've spent playing that game. And if you have not played that game for long enough, they won't tell you how long you've played yet. For instance, I had to play animal crossing for, I think two weeks before it would tell me how long that I played it for which is really weird because you know that Nintendo is collecting that information. They also said, give me the ability to add, remove friends, show Nintendo news on it, give me a social feed that utilizes all of the above things and shows what my friends have been doing. Mark, you need to get a job at Nintendo. These are awesome ideas. Carl responded. They said, I would like a digital Amiibo store. Play and store on the phone, scan into the game all of the benefits without the plastic junk. I think that that's a fantastic idea. However, you have to remember that some phones, iPhones, uh, they lock the NFC chip in the phone so that only they can use it, and it's only for paying, uh, like, money. Uh, Paying money for... God, I'm an idiot sometimes. Uh, paying, uh, you know, making a payment at a store or something, which works awesome. I use Apple Pay all the time; it's fantastic. But I do wish that Apple would allow us to use that as an NFC touchpoint, kind of like you can do on Android phones as well. Um, so that's that's a very very interesting idea. Whether or not that happens, I think that that won't happen because. Even though a majority of the world uses um, uh, uses Android, a a vast majority of the U.S. uses iPhone, and I think that Japan Japan um, Nintendo of Japan knows that, and so they're not going to make that investment when a lot of people in one of their biggest markets just wouldn't have access to it. Um, Carl also said the return of Street Pass. I get what you're saying with Street Pass, um, and it's awesome if you live in a big city where it where, where it works. But for me, it it was a it was a complete ghost town all the time because I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, if I happen to be going to the mall to buy something, I would bring my 3ds with me. I would just keep it in my pocket, and it's not that I would run into other people who were using Street Pass on their 3ds. It's that if you go into Best Buy, it it like they they collect data at all of the different Best Buy stores and kind of dump it. And so I would always make a beeline into Best Buy in order to get 
the street pass stuff. I think it's a great idea that only works in high high population density areas. So I don't I don't know that I'm for that, but you know, it's not all about me. Uh the Ganson plays says I would like it <clears throat> I'm sorry. I would have it support more first party games like Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. Maybe have a tab for helpful hints. For example, in Breath of the Wild it could have a recipe book. I would also like to have an achievement slash trophy list. Well, we don't have achievements in or trophies in uh, the Switch operating system at all. So you'd have to get that first. But thank you for the reply. And then Kevin says, I would like to see a couple of things. A built-in eShop. Oh, my God, that would be amazing. You just pull out your phone. You Right now, you can do it by going to Nintendo's website. But why is it why it's not built directly into their Switch app is just crazy to me. Um, voice chat added to the console, online friends area, Nintendo messaging service that links with the console, kind of like PSN messaging and Xbox messages, and then profile management and, uh, the screenshots thing that, uh, Mark Miller came up with. So these are all really good ideas. Nintendo, uh, if you're listening, I mean, what are you waiting for? Make this app awesome and people will stop making fun of it all the time. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure, you got this, Adidas. All right, I got a lot of replies this week, so I'm going to have to split the show into two shows. So you'll have to come back for, this is going to be the last story for uh, this episode, and then then we're going to roll the next over into uh, an episode that I will put out tomorrow. Here's the last question that I asked for today's episode, and it says, Fire Emblem's 30th anniversary is coming up in seven days. What do you think Nintendo should do to celebrate it? Um... And, you know, when I when I posted that, that was uh, seven days ago. So guess what? It's today. Today is the 30th anniversary of Fire Emblem, I think. Let me just do the math real quick. No, it's not. That's in two days. I did the math wrong. Um, so anyway, it doesn't matter. Monday is Fire Emblem's 30th anniversary. What should Nintendo do? Leonard says, give us a one-week game trial of three houses like they did with Mario Aces and Arms. I'm sure a lot of people would pour time into that game due to social distancing only to end up buying it when the trial ends to avoid losing their progress slash relationships. It's a win-win. Oh my God, that is a brilliant idea. And it's something that Nintendo does not do enough. Like right now, well, okay, I don't know if it's still valid, but recently Nintendo uh, let everybody down, everybody who subscribes to Nintendo Switch Online download ARMS and try it for a week which was great. I bet you that they sold copies of that game that they otherwise would not have sold. And the same could be said for Fire Emblem Three Houses. And the thing about Fire Emblem Three Houses is it is a massive game that you can pour hundreds upon hundreds of hours into. So giving it to us for a week is only going to get people hooked and then they will have to buy it in order to continue. That's a great idea, Leonard. Anthony says, I would love to have a remake of some of the original games or the ones that never came to the United States. 
Uh, Donnie says awakening remastered in three houses engine. So I would love that because I think that awakening is my favorite fire emblem game. I played a lot of that on my three DS. That was my first fire emblem game. And I think that for a lot of people, a lot of people awakening was their first fire emblem game. And to have that game remastered using the three houses engine would be really, really awesome. Gazaraki says, I would love to see a remake or remastered game for the Switch announced. I'm assuming they mean of the original game. That would be kind of cool. And then Zalaria says, release all of the old ones on Switch. So rather than remaking them, just get all of the old ones and release them on Switch. Oh God, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a Fire Emblem app that you could like, you could just buy the Fire Emblem uh, game uh, it, it just says Fire Emblem, and it has all the old uh, 16-bit, uh, 8-bit, whatever bits uh, Fire Emblem games in that app. You know, you charge 60 bucks for it, and it has all of those games. That would be fantastic, and it would sell really, really well. That would, That's a win-win-win. All right, I already said that that was the end of the show, so that's the end of the show. Tune in tomorrow for the second half of of our of our weekend update i guess i'll call it uh you can also become a part of the community over at our discord channel runjumpstomp.com slash discord you can watch the show live when i record live on mondays wednesdays and fridays at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp this show is part of the giant size team up network for more information check out gstu.net again you can pick up the cool animal crossing turnip themed shirt called the flow chart over at run jumps no yeah run jump stomp .com. and if you're looking for other ways to support the show head on over to run slash thank you uh the music you're hearing right now is corneria star fox remix by note block big thanks to them for letting me use their music i'm out of here and i'll see you next time bye bye everybody